Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of The New Way. It is fantastic to have you with me. I'm so happy to be recording this episode for you today. I'm lucky enough to have a wonderful home office with huge windows that look out across the trees. And as I'm recording this, I'm looking outside. It is so grey and foggy and cold out there, but I am cosy and warm inside. (laughs) I even have a cup of hot chocolate right here next to me to keep me going. I love that feeling of being cosy inside while it's cold out. And frankly, for me, The colder and more of a winter wonderland that is happening outside, the better it feels inside. Can you relate? Or am I just a weirdo by myself with this? Anyway, winter is definitely here and I am not mad about it. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm excited to dive into today's topic with you. First up, let's make sure that we're on the same page about the difference between a change manager and a change leader. Now, my definition is simple. Change managers, they get things done. Change leaders take things to the next level. I was reading the results of DDI's research, their global leadership forecast for 2021 the other day. Their research shows that leadership capability is slipping as a bench strength for organizations everywhere around the world. This means that worryingly that there's a growing leadership quality gap and that's a big problem for our organizations isn't it it also means that it is critical that each of us takes personal responsibility to build our own leadership skills now i don't mind telling you that this is a journey that i'm on myself you know i think i always will be For example, right now I'm working with a specialist executive leadership coach. I've recently completed a few different diagnostics that have given me some interesting insights. I'm focusing on building up my team in a range of different ways, and I am doing my best to actively serve them as well. You know, there has never been a more important time to be a really good leader. In work and in business, there's more challenges than ever. And of course, the increasing rate of change and the urgent need for organizations to transform to meet those challenges and to adapt to new ways of working is a big issue at the moment, right? That's why quality change leadership is more valuable than ever. Okay, back to that DDI research that I mentioned before. When it came to being promoted or winning a new leadership role, some of the research findings were crazy. I bet that you won't be surprised to hear that transitioning into a new role 
can be super stressful. But did you know that nearly half of all external hires to leadership roles, executive leadership roles, fail? Nearly half. That's crazy. And even a whopping 35% of internal executive promotions are considered failures. That is crazy, isn't it? All up, a third of leaders said that the transition to their new leadership role was extremely stressful and felt really unsupported. By the way, men were more likely to get support than their women counterparts. But I'm not even going to go into that today. That's for another day. I'll link to the research report in the show notes so that you can check out this report yourself. It's really interesting. All of this got me thinking about the key differences between change managers and great change leaders. When I think about what makes someone a standout change leader, there are three big mindset shifts that come up for me. And so, of course, today I'm going to share some of my thoughts on these perspective shifts with you. Of course, a new title alone doesn't make you a leader. Of course, your actions do. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that there is a clear link between mindset and behavior. Our thoughts or perspective directly impact how we behave, the actions that we take and the expectations that we have for ourselves and people around us. My intent is that this will be especially useful for you if you've recently taken on a new change leadership role, or maybe you're thinking about throwing your hat in the ring for a new opportunity. If you are, go for it. (laughs) Perhaps you've previously led change initiatives, but you want to take things to the next level. And if that's you, keep listening. And this will also be super useful for you if you're looking to fill a change leader role and you want to know my take on what to look out for. The three mindset shifts that I will be covering today are focusing on why, really focusing and fostering on upwards communication, and being ready to serve. Okay, let's get into it. (laughs) So the first mindset shift that is going to help you take things to the next level as a change leader is to focus on the why, not the what or the how behind the change. This is really about spending most of your time and efforts on communicating the big ideas and inspiring people rather than instructing them. While a great change manager will spend time building out an evidence base, you know, so they can create a change management strategy and a plan that details and schedules how all the tactics supporting and encouraging the change are going to roll out. Now that you're a change leader, that is not your job. Even if your comfort zone is in the detail and that that's where you've really excelled before. I promise you, knowing the system specifications or the deployment sequencing or the detailed schedules just won't deliver widespread curiosity, desire, buy-in, engagement, confidence and belonging with all of your impacted stakeholders. And that's where great change leaders focus their efforts Your role is to spread the change vision. Now, the best way that I know to do this is for you to fully step into the role of storyteller. 
You own the strategic narrative. It is your responsibility now to make sure that it's clear enough and compelling enough. You can't outsource it. You can't kind of do that by a democracy and kind of getting it fed to you up the line. It can't happen that way. Everyone needs to know and really feel like that strategic narrative comes directly from you. Now, if you're new to the idea of a strategic narrative, I'm going to link to a podcast episode that I've previously done on this topic in the show notes so you can check it out. Even if you've heard of the concept before, if this is a topic that you're interested in, I really recommend taking a listen because the way that I think about and the way that I work with leaders to develop strategic narratives is kind of different to the way that most people think about it and do it. By the way, you should definitely listen to that episode if you think that creating a great strategic narrative is, you know, mainly luck or hugs or somehow involves sitting around a campfire singing Kumbaya. <laughs> it does not. Of course, all great stories are part art, but there is a science to it and a specific framework that I use to help create a compelling strategic narrative that lands in these situations. The next mindset shift that really matters when you're taking your change leadership to the next level is fostering upwards communication and not just thinking about it, you know, kind of on an outwards or inwards on a horizontal plane, which is what a lot of change managers need to be really good at doing. My take is that you just can't be a great leader without being a great communicator. It's not possible. It's not about being a great talker. That's not what I'm talking about here. Or even I'm not talking about being great on video or anything like that. Instead, what I mean here is that great leaders have outstanding contextual and situational awareness. They are able to read their environment well, and they aren't afraid to really engage with their stakeholders in genuine dialogue. And of course, you can't have a genuine dialogue or know the environment without having the right information. And that's why focusing on opening upwards communication channels for your people to you, so the communication is coming to you, is so important. Organizationally speaking, upwards communication is the process that employees can use to communicate directly with leadership. It can be formal or informal. It can be something that you've thought about or something that kind of happens by accident. And I'm saying that when we're intentional about it and when we get it right, effective upwards communication helps us build a culture of trust and engagement. It helps us create better team collaboration and makes for easier decision making. And of course, all of that adds up to a better employee experience and sense of belonging, which are critical, critical ingredients for change success. Now, Forbes has reported that employees who feel like their voices are heard are almost five times more likely to feel empowered to do their best work. Five times. That is game changing. Great change leaders understand the power of genuine employee engagement and what that can have with this type of impact. And as a result, they focus on opening up lines of communication 
to them, to themselves. Now, in practice, this is about frequently asking for, taking on board and acting on feedback. You don't need to agree with all of it, but you do need to be able to consider it and respond in a really considered and authentic way. It's about setting up systems and promoting experience where you engage directly with staff so that they can share ideas and ask questions. And this is not a nice to have. In fact, you cannot have organizational alignment without upward communication. And that is the whole reason why I'm bringing up this point. It is not possible to have organizational alignment if you do not have that upward communication open. And while a change manager might not care about it so much, organizational alignment is critically important for change leaders who are seeking to deliver real transformation. Alrighty, the third and final important mindset shift that I'm going to cover today is being ready to serve rather than being ready to implement. This is a big shift. There are a lot of different schools of thought out there when it comes to leadership approaches and leadership traits. The one that I find most useful for driving organizational transformation and change is the idea of servant leadership. Have you heard of it? Now, there's a lot to say about servant leadership, and we'll dive into it more in another episode soon. But for now, the main thing to know about the concept of servant leadership is that it puts your people at the center of everything you do. And given real organizational change adoption that sticks, comes down to all of the individuals that are associated and impacted by the change deciding to buy in, servant leadership really naturally aligns here. So what does that look like in action? Well, in this context, serving is about listening. It's about having self-awareness of your own strengths and weaknesses and how you can best help drive the transformation from that place. You know, supporting the change team and genuinely sponsoring the change initiative from a place of influence. A while back, I read somewhere, and I'm really sorry, I can't remember where, but I read that you could even start to say, ready to serve as a little voice in your head to yourself just before you walk into a meeting or you engage with your team. You can develop this habit so that anytime you're about to jump on a Zoom call, for example, or maybe as you walk into the office every morning, you just say to yourself, ready to serve, (laughs) ready to serve, ready to serve. Now, I know from personal experience, because this is a little habit that I have picked up myself, the power of this easy little habit and tiny short sentence, it really primes you to focus on others and how the change leader, remember that's you, can best help to drive the initiative and support the change team on any given day in any given meeting. It's so easy. You know, I'm going to challenge you to give it a go today. As you walk in or you log into your next meeting, just take a breath and in your head say to yourself, ready to serve and see how it goes. In fact, I would love you to message me on LinkedIn. I'm over at Dr. Kate Byrne and tell me how it goes for you. So there you have it. Three big mindset shifts that matter the most when you want to take your change leadership skills and behaviors to the next level. We covered focusing on why and being the storyteller and really stepping into that role, 
encouraging upwards communication for organizational alignment and how you just can't get away from needing to focus on that and being ready to serve. And remember, I set you a little challenge of giving that habit of saying ready to serve, ready to serve, a go yourself. You know, stepping into a new change leadership role is really challenging, especially if it's a promotion. Perhaps you were a change manager and now you're becoming a change leader, or if you're coming into a new organization or taking on a new transformation initiative. If you're going through it right now, I hope that our conversation today has offered up at least one new mindset shift or perspective for you to think about. I'm so pumped about the podcast at the moment. You know, I've recently had a few lovely, lovely people dropping into my LinkedIn DMs to let me know how a particular topic or idea or episode that I've shared here has landed for them. Hearing from you like that absolutely makes my day. So thank you so much. There are so many great episodes coming up. I can't wait to share them with you. Thank you again so much for spending this time with me today. I am excited to catch you next time. So until then, have a great rest of the week. Take care. Bye for now.